right, welcome everybody to the Football Neophyte Podcast. Chris is here along with my main man, Nate Hughes. Nate, how are you? I am I'm fine. I am drinking some some tea right now, which is very British of me. I'm a little under the weather, which maybe you can hear in my voice, but yeah. Um, other than that, I'm actually also bad because it was a really horrible, <laughs> horrible weekend for, for us Wolves fans. That's tough. Uh, before we get into the match, listeners want to know, are you drinking with your pinky up or is your pinky tucked? Oh, I'm full tuck. I, okay. I only untuck in special occasions. I got a big mug. I've got like all four fingers wrapped around. I don't have like the two. I'm not doing the two hand, like keep my hands warm, although I should, you know. Um, yeah. I've got just full on four finger grip. All right. I can appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Let, let's uh, let's get into the games. Enough about your um, your health, well-being mm, or not. Thanks. Um, let's talk about the games. Yeah. Uh, in a great matchup this weekend that I did not get to see live, unfortunately. I was uh, working in Las Vegas this weekend and had to keep up on my phone as We're, the game went on. Let, let's just stop there real quick. <laughs> you can't just say I was working in Las Vegas. I mean, you can if you're doing what that implies, but other than that, that is, uh, you can get in trouble for working in Las Vegas, I think. You can, but I keep everything under the radar mm-hmm. and real low key. Okay. I've got this really cool uh, new app I'm putting out where you can hit me up on the, you know, you can DM me on the lowdown. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. No, I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I'm involved in a project where we are uh, actually filming a reality TV show, hoping to release later on in the year. Um, so we were filming because they were involved in an event, uh, the Olympia, which is like a big, it's like the Super Bowl, Super Bowl of bodybuilding. Yeah, that's like a great uh, Arnold famous, I think. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, the Olympia was this past weekend in Las Vegas, and the couple that we are making this TV show about um, was asked to be one of the assistants to someone who was making history at the event. Um, so we packed up, we hit the road, and we filmed in Vegas for the weekend. Great. Well, so when that good. becomes big, um, your reality show can be our first paid sponsor. That's my expectation. Yeah. No, I'm I'm down with that, um, and I'm, I promise to to not big <laughs> okay. shot you ever for when this, Thank you. When Thank this you. does hit it. Okay, um, so don't worry. I Great. I will be here weekly for you oh, and you're for so good. the listeners. All right, let's get on to Man U Leicester City. Yeah, yeah. So Man U Leicester City. I'm an idiot. I went to bed late, late, late Friday night and forgot to put a bet in on my boys, um, which would have paid out just perfectly because man U takes the win one nothing over leicester city um rashford gets a goal pretty early in this one um like eight minute mark on a a penalty in the box um i guess you only (laughs) miss once from the pk line marcus so good good job he buries this one and then the next uh almost 90 minutes was manchester united kind of controlling the ball playing defense pretty well uh, I missed a lot of it. I could only watch so much of the highlights yeah. to, to kind of catch up. Um, uh, Marcus Rashford had a strike 
Uh, it's a free kick just outside the box that he put off the upper corner of the post, which would have been one of those just beautiful goals that you watch on replay over and over again. Uh, but it just hit the outside of the post and shot out. Um, but other than that, there wasn't like a whole lot in this match that I saw. Um, my boy Tahith yeah, Chong, which we'll get to later, made his debut for this season. Um, but, you know, it was interesting when the game ended, you know, I caught the score on my phone and I was reading some articles and, uh, you know, the first article I got to was, is Man U now a grinded out team question mark? And I thought, who cares? To be honest with you, like, what do you want me to, you want me to go back to last year when they were a disaster and they were losing games five to three. It's like, you know what? I will, you know, what's better than a five to three loss. A one to nothing grinded out win, and I will freaking take it. Leicester City's a solid team; they're not to be messed with. Um, I'll take the win every day. And you should, of you should take weekend. that win. I think uh, I obviously picked Leicester City um, as my upset of the week, which I lost. But Leicester's a great club. Yep. Um, Wolves drew with Leicester at Leicester. That was a win for Man U at, at Old Trafford, which is great. You want to get those those three points at home. So yeah, I think. You know, Man U, regardless of their playing style, is performing probably better than than I expected. Um, and we're still early in the season, but yeah, I think that's that's a good win for you guys. Enough about my team and my weekend, Nate. No, no. For the first time in my life, I would actually prefer to uh, continue talking about Man U. <laughs> uh, uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to let you do that. Take a sip of your tea. And then spill the leaves. Let's hear how this Wolves Chelsea match went. Yeah. Out. Oh man. I think you know, I think at some point you have to ask, like, what how much of this is is real and what is just a a, a bad se- a bad part of the season. Um, but man, wolves wolves look bad. Um, first 30 minutes, like we're, we're fairly good, fairly even. I think Chelsea certainly had more control on the ball. Um, Wolves, Wolves attack just hasn't looked good all season. Little flashes here, little you know spots there, but um, but really not not great. Um, uh, the first goal came in the 31st minute. Uh, Fakayo Tomori with a great strike from very deep away like very far out uh great strike Rui Patricio probably could have made the save but he kind of goes to the wrong direction first and then is just way out of position but still a great strike they go up one nothing and then it's just a shit show from there I mean three minutes later Tammy Abraham scores seven minutes after that Tammy Abraham scores again Mm -hmm. Then you have halftime. Then shortly after halftime, Tammy Abraham scores again. I mean, it was just, it was a mess. I mean, we just couldn't stop, couldn't stop them. Fortunately, Wolves got on the board again with a Tammy Abraham own goal, which led me to ask Twitter, has has anyone ever scored an own goal (laughs) half? I figured it probably has never happened where someone scored three own goals in a game, but, uh, not a bad day for Abraham. He gets a four goals, one for Wolves, three for, for Chelsea. But um, the defense just looks horrible. And I was, I was thinking about it today. Um, Wolves have allowed 10 goals on the season um, in five matches, but eight of them have come in the last two matches. Uh, and 
I Willie Bully didn't play. He got the red card last um, during the the Everton match. But he looked he looked horrible all game, and yep. I think he. I don't know. And then he obviously didn't play. So maybe Willie Bolly is a lot more important to our defense. Um, Connor Cody looked really bad in D again. It's hard to know, but I'll be interested to see with Bolly coming back this week. Um, if the defense looks better, but, but assuming that he played just piss poor against Everton and then without him, we allowed five goals. He could be a really linchpin to our D. I know he is one, but I didn't re- maybe realize how much he is, but this was just an atrocious game, you know, wolves with three points after five games. Um, you know, I want that, you know, as you're, you're looking for reasons and excuses, you're hoping that you can find some, um, four of the teams they've played are, you know, top, two or top six for sure in, in Chelsea and Man U. Um, and then Leicester and Everton are perennial seven, eight clubs. So, you know, you're looking at uh, four games against the top, top eight teams in the league, arguably. So, but we got to start getting points. We got to start winning a couple matches. Um, and the other thing that's surprising to me is just how well Wolves played, have played in, in Europa so far it feels like two completely different teams europa quality teams should be middle mid table mid to upper premier league type table like teams somewhere in that middle range is probably the equivalent and uh the the latest team they beat torino they just they they handle them really easily and so I'm interested to see what what's up with that, um, but hopefully, hopefully this week against Crystal Palace, we can we can get three points. Be good for you guys. I, uh, you know, like I've told you, I'm not openly uh, rooting against you by any means. So I definitely want yeah. to see you guys pick it up and get going. It's definitely more fun when both of our teams are playing well, and we can have a little bit of a rivalry towards the top of the table. So let's go! Come Absolutely. on, Wolves! Let's do it! Come on, you Wolves! <laughs> all right let's uh let's quickly let's run down the rest of the slate from this past weekend uh we'll kick it off with liverpool winning against newcastle uh three to one uh sedino mane had two goals for liverpool in that one and the man Mohamed salah got one as well uh for newcastle jetro williams took a goal in the seventh minute so newcastle came out on fire up 1-0 and then dropped three straight goals so that Liverpool could get another win. Liverpool remains undefeated on the season, grabbing all 15 points in their five matches they've had. Um, Nate, we're going to get to Man City, obviously, in a little bit. Let me ask you, uh, does Liverpool look about as safe of a bet to take this all season as you've ever seen? Or do you feel that they're going to slip up at some point? Because they just look unstoppable right now. Yeah, my my buddy Tim, who was featured on the very first episode of Football Neophytes, uh, Liverpool fan, uh, season one, he and I were talking at lunch today, and Liverpool doesn't have, like, their best goalie, right? Like, arguably the best goalie in the world is out still. And I thought for sure, if anyone was going to drop points, it was going to be Liverpool during this season, or during this little stretch with with Adrian and goal instead of Allison. And they just, 
ha- they obviously haven't and they've dominated and obviously Virgil van Dyke and the rest of that back line are part of the reason why. But if you would have told me five games in one team would have 15 points and another would have 10, I would have for sure bet on man city with 15 and, uh, and Liverpool with 10. So yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason why they would slow down and, uh, five points is a lot of points to be down this early. Um, obviously a lot of season left to go, but yeah, Liverpool, if you're a Liverpool fan, you got to feel really great right now. No doubt. All right, let's uh, move on to Sheffield United dropped a close match with Southampton, um, losing one nothing there to Southampton. A uh, big story out of this this game, this match was that Billy Sharp pulled off a red card uh, in the 85th minute. A little bit too aggressive, hit a uh, hit a Southampton player a little too hard, took him down and got the red. Nate, I know you watched the highlight. Was it worth the red? I mean, it was arguable. I mean, he definitely came in hard and high. And there, there had been some. I, again, I just saw some of the so the highlights later, but there had been a little bit of chippiness, you know, as there often is at the end of a of a hard fought hard fought match. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was hard and it was strong, and he got the red, which we always appreciate here. We do love red cards here. We're a fan of them, so keep them up, especially uh, teams that aren't the Wolves, or Manchester United. That's right. Get all the red cards you want. All right. Uh, Brighton took on Burnley. That one ended in a 1-1 draw. Um, not a ton to read or see about here. Uh, two teams kind of more towards the bottom of the table took a 1-1 draw. Yep. That's all I got for you. I have nothing to add. Uh, perfect. Looks like we're on the same page. All right. Uh, Tottenham, Spurs, Came out and absolutely blasted Crystal Palace this weekend, four to nothing. Looks like the international break was quite the thing for uh, the Spurs to to come. Um, they had been reeling. I took them as my upset. I thought Crystal Palace could win this game, uh, and I couldn't have been further from being correct here. As you know, the Spurs put up four, uh, held Crystal Palace to nothing. Hoang uh, Min took a brace. Um, and Lamella got a goal. It was four nothing before the half. The game was over, and they played the second half like it was over. So, yeah, yeah. I think you know this was a game that was really interesting to me. I, I I also like Crystal Palace. I think they they have a chance to compete for that upper seven eight nine position. And I wanted to see how they would do at Spurs, and we saw. I mean, what a what a shock. I was thankful I had men in my starting lineup for (laughs) my starting lineup for uh, my fantasy that played off well today. Yeah. I'm sure that helped. Yeah. All right. So in our next match, it's, it's gotta be the upset of the year so far. I can't think of anything that's going to come close to this maybe for the rest of the season, but Norwich city upsets Manchester city at home three to two in a game that they really pretty much controlled. Yeah. Um, totally shocking. I couldn't believe it as I was, you know, again, I'm working, keeping tabs on my phone and I'm watching the score update. And I mean, if you go back a couple episodes, you know, my love for Tamu Puki guys, amazing. Our love, our love for sure. Tamu Puki, our love, even for North city being who they are and, 
coming and showing up every single week. Um, I'm glad if we were going to be wrong about one team, hopefully it's this team just because I've really come to enjoy them. Um, they get the win three, two, um, Pookie gets the goal that, that kind of put it out of reach. It, he made it three, one, um, man city scores late on Rodrigo's 80, 88th minute goal. Um, but I mean, Norwich played their hearts out and it was fun. It was fun to watch all their reactions afterwards. Yeah. And like, like this is a big deal for them is a big deal for their fans. Uh, what a cool environment that had to be. Congrats, Norwich city. I mean, my hat's off. You guys are awesome. Yeah. I think we all have those sports moments, right. That we can remember that were just this amazing upset, um, that, you know, you're just, you're hugging men. You don't know you're running onto the field, you're whatever it might be. We all have those. And for Norwich city to get this one in this way at home, uh, with the juggernaut that's man city, I think really beautiful for them. And this is the way Norwich city plays, they're going to score a lot of goals probably. And they're going to give up a lot of goals, attacking fast paced team. That's why I think you and I both like watching them. And so for sure, you know, they're not going to be able to beat the likes of man city Liverpool uh, very often, but when you do it, I mean, what a great moment for, for these Norwich fans. Totally. Totally. I'm happy for you guys. Congrats. All right. A couple more games to get to Bournemouth takes the win over Everton three to one at home. Um, I don't have a whole lot on this one. Uh, Wilson got a brace. Frazier put a goal in late. Um, looks like it wasn't really, I, I guess it was one, one there for a bit. And then Bournemouth really handled it in the second half, put two goals in to put it away. Yeah. I mean, I think a bit of a surprise for me, at least, um, Everton, the top notch club Bournemouth is too. They got a lot of, a lot of like, solid players, Callum Wilson, Ryan Frazier, Joshua King. Um, but still Everton, again, a perennial seven, eight team. Uh, it was at Bournemouth though. So, uh, good, good yeah. win for them at home. Again, trying to get the, you gotta get those three points when you're home. Yeah. And the, the other thing that I kind of, I was thinking about as I was kind of looking through everything is I, the, the home pitch advantage definitely is yeah. something in the English Premier League. Like, I don't necessarily think about it a whole lot for the American sports. I mean, it's probably more applicable in American football than anywhere else um, because there's so few games. You can be traveling across the entire country to get to that game and all that stuff. Um, But it seems like it's a huge factor in these EPL matches. Yeah, I I agree. All right. All right, Nate, go ahead and hit us. Last two matches of the weekend. What, um, uh, What was on stock? Watford two, Arsenal two, Arsenal just, I mean, they looked great like the first half and then just fell apart. Um, uh, our boy, Obama Yang, he is a family favorite at our house. Titus, my son, chose Arsenal at the end of last year. He's a big Arsenal fan, loves Obama Yang. We root for him. Uh, scored two goals early. Um, and then in the second half, just Watford kept being pesky, kept fighting and came back. And to be honest, Arsenal's Arsenal's lucky. They didn't lose that match. The, I just kept watching. I have all kids up. You, you know, if you're listening to the pod, you guys know what my Saturdays and Sundays of watching football is like three kids running around, little kids running around, making breakfast, trying to catch as much of the matches as I can. And, uh, 
hopefully this podcast is for people like you as well who can't sit and watch all these matches. We were able to give you a little taste of the Premier League, but that was my situation. But I just kind of like watching um, the end of this match and Watford just putting shots on, lots of chances, lots of pressure. Uh, Watford looked like they wanted to win. Arsenal looked like they didn't care. Watford had 31 shots in the game to Arsenal's seven. Uh, only 10 of them on target, but still, I mean, still 10 to four shots on target. Um, I mean, it's crazy to think that a team up 2-0 uh, would be lucky to win, but we've also talked about that, right, Chris, is that 2-0, they say, is the most dangerous lead in, uh, yeah. in soccer, and Watford showed why. Uh, the final yeah. match. Oh, did you have something to say? Sorry. I- no, I was going to say, you know, it's keeping an eye on Watford for my own reasons <laughs> for the season. Uh, it's it's good to see them hopefully maybe turning a corner here. You know, it couldn't have gone worse for the first three matches for them. So they've picked up two points now in the last two weeks, which um, if you're Liverpool or Manchester City, you're like, yep. that's a disappointment. If you're Watford and you're sitting in 20th place, bottom of the table you're going okay we're starting to turn this around i know we're a better team than this let's go so hopefully this is kind of the start of of Watford getting their season going. yeah that's right and final match of the weekend which just finished about uh 30 minutes ago as we started recording this uh aston villa nil west ham nil aston villa did though they tried to trick west ham chris i don't know if you saw any (laughs) of the match but aston villa wore their west ham they wore their west ham kits their 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 stolen kits they they wore and I think they were hoping that w- some West Ham players might get confused and pass them the ball. I uh, I flipped it on and I was confused. So, <laughs> <laughs> so good job. Yeah, not much else to report on that. I was kind of watching it at work, but was in and out of meetings and nil uh, nil. My hope was that West Ham would win three nil so that Aston Villa would be below Wolves in the table, uh, <laughs> but that didn't happen. And so we'll we'll have to wait till till next weekend, hopefully, for Wolves to get back on top. All right. Well, speaking of the bottom of the table, and unfortunately, speaking of the Wolves, yeah. uh, let's look at the relegation watch. Uh, our bottom four this week. Just touched on it. Watford is still sitting in last. The Wolves are in 19th, and Newcastle is in 18th, tied with Aston Villa. Uh, but Aston Villa is avoiding it right now based on their goal differential. So uh, your bottom three, if season ended today, we'd be saying so long to Watford, Wolves, and Newcastle. Uh, two of those teams we'd wave goodbye happily to, but one of those teams is a big deal. Yeah, we would, we would be shutting down the podcast. Like? It would be, it would be over. <laughs> this is the Premier League podcast. Um, and then I'd have to think through what that looks like. And I'd probably just start back at League Two and start a new podcast where I choose a League Two team to follow and hope they make it to the Premier League. It could be a 20-year adventure for you doing that. So I, I'm all in on that. Good, know, good choice. Right? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I still think, you know, I'm, I mean, I hope we're not saying this every week, but obviously I feel the Wolves are a much better team than their record or their point totals show right now. And, um, I, you know, you touched on it earlier, all their matches that they're playing outside of the Premier League is definitely looking like it's weighing down on them. When does, when does the season start to open up for them where they're not playing those uh, Europa matches and those those kinds of games. Never. I mean, as long as they okay. – until they get eliminated. But now that they're in the group stage of Europa, 
Um, they have at least six more matches in Europa. They should actually get out of the group stage. So they'll be playing for a while. But now uh, you have FA Cup starting, Carabao Cup, which will also add some pressure to all of the teams in the Premier League um, as long as they those teams stay in those cups. So, yeah, there's it's not really going to ease up. So my hope is just that the team can match the form that they've been playing in Europa with uh, their their Premier League matches. Cool. Well, hopefully they get turned around and score, start scoring some goals in the Premier League and not just in, in those cup games. Yeah. Hey, Chris, uh, you may be wondering, right. uh, why, why didn't we cue the America Watch music for the, the Chelsea Wolves game? Are you wondering that? You could definitely say I'm wondering, Nate. What what happened here? I know you watched the game. How did how did my boy CP look? I don't know because he did not play. So Kristen Pulisic did not play. DeAndre Yedlin still injured. Um, I'm sure this isn't like a really far off stat, but there were no Americans who played in the Premier League this past weekend. <laughs> so. <laughs> Again, I'm sure it's not, you don't have to look too far back, but there's usually been one or two Americans in the Premier League and none of them saw any action on Sunday. So, um, yeah. What a bummer. What a bummer. What a bummer. All right. Well, then let's move on to action. Hair Wash. Yeah. Tell us who saw some action this weekend. I mentioned it earlier before. My boy, Tahith Chong, yeah. got some playing time for the first year. That means I can talk about his wonderful flowing hair. Um, it was great watching the highlights and just seeing that top flowing out on the pitch, wearing that beautiful red. It was great to see. Welcome to the hair wash to Heath Chong. You are my boy. I will represent you until you don't play with us. anymore. Yeah, that's great. He's young too. Did you know he's only 19? Yeah, they, it looked like, again, I only watched tabs from my phone type of thing, but they got a lot of different guys in the game this week, which I was kind of happy to see. Um, you know, good, good, good on old gunner for, uh, switching up the lineups and, and trying to find combos that are going to work together. So yeah, it was great to see some of the young guys out there for sure. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, I was bummed cause I didn't put McGuire in my fantasy team because he had been playing so poorly and he actually had a great match. So, oh yeah. Well. How about you? Did you notice anyone's hair this week or, uh, is no, no, I didn't. There's no one, no one of nine. All right. Tahith Chong, I notice his hair and I love it. Great. All right. So let's look real quickly to next week. Um, there's, I looked at the table. There's really only one match that really stood out that I was like, okay, this to me is, is a match of the week. Um, Chelsea is playing Liverpool. Um, yep. That is next Sunday morning. Um, looking forward to that one. Should be a good match. Um, anytime. Liverpool gets to play a top club, and for now we're going to consider Chelsea a top club. Um, I think it's good. Let's see what they've got. Let's see if they can keep this going. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea at home. Um, yeah, Liverpool's got to play on the road. It'll be a good It'll be a good matchup. So, yeah, I'm excited, excited to watch it, see if Chelsea's recent form can hold or if Liverpool is just going to continue dominating. So it'll be a good, it'll be a good match to see where Liverpool's at. Nice. All right. Let's get to our picks uh, real quick, real quickly. Let's recap last week, even though uh, technically it was two weeks ago, we made our picks because of the international break. Uh, Nate, you took Liverpool as your lock. 
congratulations, they won. Yep. You won 134 uh, shekels. Great. Uh, you took Leicester City as your upset, um, and beautifully they lost. So you lost 100 shekels on them, uh, bringing your Rubik's total to uh, $39 after winning $34 this week. So congratulations. I'm in the You're still in the green. I'm in the green. You're in the green. You're up 40 bucks right now. Uh, you did win one point for your Liverpool lock pick. You are now to a season total of five. I'll take it. Uh, looking over on my side of things, <laughs> I continued my recent struggle. Uh, Manchester City was my lock of the week. Lost a thousand uh, <laughs> Frankfurts on them. And uh, I had taken Crystal Palace as my upset pick, and they lost only by four goals. So. Um, I nailed neither pick this week. I lost another $1,100. Uh, Jen is even more upset with me now than she was when I left for Vegas <laughs> because I'm now down 2,593, uh, Frankenstein dollars. Um, I'm in the whole big time. I picked up no points. I'm at, at four for the season. So you have taken the first lead of the year in our battle for points five to four you are leading chris your locks have been so bad that i'm actually hoping that you're <laughs> gonna pick uh crystal palace as a lock this week against wolves please please tell me it's true i thought about it yeah. i thought about it you, you know what i need to do is i need to put my services out on uh, twitter or on instagram to to people to say hey my powers are pretty strong here. Like you guys want me on board rooting against you because it's not like I've been picking other than one week. I pick like a, they're an upset to be my lock. Um, but other than that one where I kind of went out on a limb, I've been choosing some pretty safe bets yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've lost three in a row. Um, look, if you're a fan of a team out there struggling like the wolves and you want to pay me to cheer for your opponent, I am not above that. I will do that. Do it. So just let me know. Um, no, my pick, my lock of the week is I am taking Arsenal. Uh, they are a minus 256 betting favorite against Aston Villa. Um, so they are my lock of the week. I'm taking them. I need to turn the ship around. Um, if Aston Villa does win, my rates are going up, though, just so <laughs> you guys know. Get, I'm getting that out there right Get now. For my lock, I'm taking Everton at home against Sheffield United. I think uh, Everton will bounce back this week, um, so I'm taking them at home. Nice. Everton's a minus 173 favorite, so it's a nice little payout if you do win. All right, upsets of the week. Uh, this is purely financially driven. This has nothing to do with me actually believing that this team is going to win. My upset of the week is Watford. Um Wofford is on the road at Man City. Um, Wofford is almost a 3,000 <laughs> to one favorite, <laughs> or I guess a 300 to one favorite. Uh, they're at plus 2,918, meaning a $100 bet will pay me $2,918 or, $2, or Frankfurt's or Frankenstein's or Shekels. Um, it'll get me out of the hole, basically. So, for me, it's it's worth throwing this hundred dollars down, trying to get out of this giant hole I'm in, knowing that oh well, it was just a hundred bucks if I lost. That's right. I'm making mine based not on finances at all, but actually a team I think could upset. I'm I'm going with the Norwich City bump, and I'm going to take Norwich City at Burnley uh, with my upset of the week. I don't hate it. I mean, you know, I love it. Um, 
And when you're sitting at positive 39 shekels, you can, you can go with what makes sense. That's right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that is our look ahead. And Nate, with that, I actually am out of things to talk about. You got anything else you want to add on? That's it. I'm going to go get another tea, a little honey, hopefully uh, get my, the sickness taken care of. Good. Do it. Put that pinky up. Salute, salute the wolves. Uh, but with that, you know what it is. Yep. It's Glazers, Glazers out. Thanks for listening to Chris and my dad. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe.